Welcome to Chan Cap. I'm your host, Max Chan, and this is a weekly segment where I recap and provide my own insights on this past week's episode. And this past week's episode is about how to quit your unsatisfying job and do something you'll love with Jennifer Hocutt. The main discussion in this past week's episode was about quitting an unsatisfying job and doing something you love and crafting an exit strategy to get there. For this episode, I wanted to tell my audience how I crafted my exit strategy when I was at a digital marketing agency and trying to pivot to big corporate in Canada. One of the topics that we discussed on this past week's podcast episode is common reasons why people want to leave their jobs. And for me, the reason why I left my job at the digital agency, it can be summed up with one word, progression. I realized that based off where the company was at the time, it was being acquired, I was going to be part of a bigger organization, and I felt that I would be lost in the shuffle, and I wouldn't progress in my career as far as I would want to at that time. One of the signs was, During the acquisition phase, my boss at the time wanted to get me a raise before I fully moved over to the new company, but the higher ups at that company turned down the raise proposal that my current boss at the time wanted to give me. That was a sign that I've gone as far as I can at that company. If it was me asking for it and they said no, that's a different story. But the fact that my boss vouched for me and they still said no shows that I was capped because when you have that strong of a reference to vouch for you and you still get no results, there's not much growth, if at all, at that point. So that was the main reason of why I left. The rejection of a raise is an indicator that there's no longer any progress at this company for me if I stuck around. And a lot of go-getters and professionals wanting to excel in their career when they feel capped for whatever reason, it doesn't matter how good the work environment is, They want to look elsewhere to grow their career further. It's just the way it is. People don't like to stay in the same place for a long period of time because boredom sets in and then boredom leads to depression and unhappiness at work. Which leads me to my next point about counteroffers. When it comes to counteroffers, companies usually give a counteroffer that offers them more money. But one of the key things that Jennifer said in the podcast this past week was, does money solve the problem that you're facing at your current company? And the answer usually is no. Because a nice pay bump is nice, but if the situation at the company is still going to be the same, it's not going to change anything. You'll get a short-term rush of the pay bump, but once the novelty wears off, you're going to go back to being unhappy at the company. So when it comes to counter offers, if all they're offering you is additional salary, it's best not to take it and move on because salary is only a short-term fix that cannot fix an ongoing long-term problem. Now we got the reason why employees tend to want to leave a company, which is the lack of progression, and when you should or should not take a counteroffer. Let's get into the nitty-gritty of my exit strategy from the agency world into big corporate in Canada. First off, agency was the only thing I knew as this was my first job out of university. I obviously made different strides in that company, but I was still in an agency environment. So I needed to explore my options. And that's when I started researching various industries, conducting informational interviews to see 
where my talents would be a best fit. And over time, when conducting these informational interviews, I started to narrow down my target industry, which ended up being telecommunications. So at that point, I only focused on telecommunication companies in Canada, networking with various people in my field, which is marketing. And a lot of job experts will tell you that getting a new job overnight, especially at a bigger company, is unlikely. So you need to give yourself a window in terms of building out that plan and implementing that job search plan that could last for at least a few months. For me, I started to implement my strategy at the start of summer. And then by the time fall hit, I actually landed a formal interview at one of the telecommunication companies here in Canada. So for me, even with my consistent networking, it did take a few months to discover an opportunity and find the right person to refer me in for an interview. Another point in terms of networking is how to network when you're still working. For me, this was pre-COVID, so everybody was in the office Monday to Friday. So how did I network without raising suspicion? I tended to do the networking calls during lunch hour or near the end of the day. And these were usually phone calls. When you're doing informational interviews, unless it's a potential hiring manager and they have a current position open, I highly suggest that you make the informational interview a phone call. That way you're not taking up a lot of your paid time off to do these informational interviews. Save those days off when you have a actual interview or when you are in a deep conversation with a hiring manager that has a position open. I also want to mention at this time, I also reamped my resume. Because even though I got an interview via referral, you still need to have a good polished resume to give to the interviewer and the respective interviewing team. So to summarize again, my job search strategy consisted of reamping my resume and then networking at my target industry and company. And over time, by making enough contacts, I was able to find someone that was able to refer me in for an interview and practice for that interview, leading me to being able to successfully pivot from the digital marketing agency world to big corporate in Canada. Crafting an exit strategy that's properly planned and you implement the steps necessary on a consistent basis, you will get the result you want. Many professionals want the silver bullet and get frustrated if they're not getting where they need to go within a few informational interviews. Anything worth doing takes a long time to get good at or get results. So stick the course and you will succeed in whatever you set your mind to. Life is a marathon, not a sprint. So the longer you can stick with it and apply fundamental principles of the job search, you will beat out a majority of your competition because a lot of them will end up just bowing out and giving up way sooner than you if you stick to your game plan over the long term. And that wraps up this week's edition of ChanCat. As a reminder, I post new interview episodes every Tuesday on all popular podcast platforms. So make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out. And next week's episode, we will be discussing how to overcome long resume gaps to continue your career. Again, this is Chan with The Plan, the podcast. I'm your host, Max Chan, and I thank you for listening. <laughs>